I want to welcome to today's show Jen Shepherd. She is a PhD in religion and theology, is experienced innovative educator teaching Bible studies, interpretive theory, and leadership essentials to church and business leaders. She is an accomplished dynamic speaker, leadership trainer, and facilitator in the business and faith sectors. She specializes in personalizing values, beliefs, and faith positions for all participants so they know why they care, respond to, and express their beliefs in the way they do. You know, Jen, I want to talk about this idea or concept um, when life breaks you. Because, you know, every so often this occurs in your life. Every so often it's maybe through illness or accident or pain, but sometimes without warning or even any reason, you know, there's a moment or a period in your life where you just feel like you are cracked, that you are <laughs> fractured and broken. And, and, and as most of us do, we often try to, you know, piece everything back together again, mm -hmm. where we try to put ourselves back together mm -hmm. only to find that, you know, we don't look the same and we mm. might not look the same. We might have a uh, a different way of loving ourselves or seeing other people, or maybe we're more angry and mm. or bitter or resentful. And and today I'd like to talk to you about what to do when life fractures or cracks us open. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so not a not a hard topic at all. No, you know, I thought that was like the lightest conversation to have this morning. This is excellent. No. <laughs> Wake up everyone. Yes. I know we both have our coffees on we the go. We sure here. do. Um yeah, this is uh this is uh this is great Lori and you and I've been talking about a lot of things now over over a while. Um and you know my approach to a lot of things and when I was thinking about this topic and reading your reading what you put down for what we kind of want to talk about. Um, I, you know, of course, you know, you know, my own journey and you know that, uh, that right now I'm, I am in some of these exact, exact things yeah. with, uh, with the brokenness and, and, and these things that are happening in my life. Um, you also know that I am a big, the way I approach most things when you and I talk and when I talk to people is there are terms, our words that we use are very, very important because they set the tone and we all have an understanding of words. And the metaphor you've, you've used here, this word broken to break is an, is a, it's such a powerful simile or metaphor, right? It's a, it's a way that we can express how we feel, what life is like. And all we have to say is I'm broken. And someone will look at us and go, hmm. because, yeah. because everybody can relate in some way to something breaking and to, to what this word means and what we're trying to say when we say we are in a place of brokenness or we've been broken. Well, and, and, and being broken, when you say that, you know, I know you've experienced this. If you've said this in your life to someone, when mm. they say, mm, they also have this unspoken knowledge that you're not going to be put back together the same. That something's happening, isn't it? Something that, is happening. Yeah. You, that a break, yes. You've mm -hmm. got to get some glue. You've got yeah. to get some tape. You've got to work this out. Mm -hmm. That's right. And for everybody, for everybody, the brokenness looks different. 
uh, our reaction to the brokenness is different. Um, and so it's a powerful, powerful metaphor that I want to take a lot of time to talk about and, and to, to digest with you. But the first thing I, I wanted to, to do is, is talk about just something that's, that's a philosophical thing here. And, and it's, and it's, um, it's a term lately in, in my own with the, with the passing of my dad mm. and, and then three weeks later, um, a very important person in my life being diagnosed with terminal brain cancer and becoming that primary caregiver for that individual is that lately I found myself saying things like, and when I say it, I actually apologize immediately. And I would say to coworkers or friends of mine, it's just, I want to say it's not fair. And I would use that word, it's not fair. And then I would immediately say, but that's the wrong word. It's the wrong word because that suggests that it's fair for someone else, How, right? What's happening to me shouldn't be happening to me. So why am I trying to, why is that feeling of it's not fair? And I know a lot of us in times of, of, of brokenness and, and the, the emotions that we'll go through, the, um, the term it's not fair or the feeling that it's not fair will come up. And it's a very difficult conversation to have because now you're into philosophical ideas about what is fair, what's not, who deserves what. You get into theocracy. If you have a spiritual connection to God, you start asking questions like, well, why did he do that for this person and not for me? And I don't find it's helpful. Right. In these discussions, to use the word, it's not fair. Um, as I t as I said, my dad passed away. It's almost been a year, but every day I have been in contact with my dad. Now, understand what I'm going to say. My dad was. Oh a singer. no, you're getting woo woo. <laughs> <laughs> my dad was a singer, and my dad made tapes and he made CDs, and I have them in my car. And every morning, as I go to work, or every morning when I have that first five minutes. It takes me that long to listen to one of his songs, and then I start my day. Wow. And so I have this connection that I have each morning uh, oh. to my dad as we sing together as I'm on my way to work. Wow. And I found a tape, and there's a song there that he used to have me sing with him at various events when he would sing. And it was called Thank You for the Roses, and I just want to lead into this. It starts off this way. We often take for granted good health and a happy heart. And then comes sickness and sorrow and our whole world falls apart. And the song continues. But instead of talking about fairness today, um, I just simply want to talk about, I find it help, more helpful to say we often take for granted that something is going to continue as it did yesterday. We take for granted that no, no pain is coming our way today. We take for granted that um, we will continue to be able to see um, uh, our grandchildren grow, take for granted that we will be able to continue to hear uh, birds singing. We take for granted just because we do. We just do. And then all of a sudden, life happens. Yes. Joy, right. sorrow, pain, these things. So this idea of taking for granted is what I would like to use when we're talking about brokenness. Because yeah. when you find you're broken, Yes. And you understand you're broken. What is it that's been taken for granted? And that's the moment because that's that awareness piece. So what are you, what expectation do you have of life being the same every single day that is 
really just shattered or is that is that another is that a way to describe it so along with what you're talking about to say okay we expect every day to do the same thing to go the same way to we often complain about the hum drum or the groundhog day (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh it's the same day yeah and it's like wow so so what we're really reacting to is is of course the connection to that change in your day but we're also reacting to the expectation that every day is going to be the same yeah and that can go one of two ways for us right oh hum you know whatever we scratch a ticket wow now i have right right now i have unlimited funds money (laughs) or oh hum right i come up to the same stop sign where i've stopped every day of my life and somebody runs it this time yes and so so taking, we, we do, we take a lot for granted. We very rarely think about our lives until we are forced to. We rarely think about these these things. And it's these moments, these these moments where we're broken. And this awareness piece, so we're going to talk, I'd love to talk about the term to be broken and the many versions of brokenness yes, please. that I want to talk about because there's more than one way to be broken. Oh, yeah. And it demonstrates what you took for granted and then allows you to then figure out um, how to heal, how to come back from the brokenness. But the second thing is there's always that awareness piece. And you and I know this, we do this all the time together. Yeah. Yeah. These moments are the moments for awareness. And there's a very powerful movement to thinking and living mindfully right now. Yeah. This whole mindful concept is, is out there. And mindfulness is that being in the moment and, and you know, embracing what is happening for the opportunity to understand yourself. Um, But I want to explain it this way. There is, and I think I've told you this story before, there was a a mall employee who is walking through the mall and she's walking to get her coffee like she does every day, right? All, every single day, it's the same thing, walking, walking, walking. And she knows her route. And so she's so confident. She's on her phone. She's texting. She's talking about a birthday party that's coming up. And this time... She fell into the, the fountain in the mall. And for whatever reason, this time, she fell. Every other day, she could have been on her phone. She knew that route. It was very, very familiar to her. Right. And she fell in the fountain. She got herself up. She, she you know, the security cameras <laughs> caught it. That's why it's funny. You yes, can find it. Yes, it went viral. <laughs> it did. And they interviewed her on, on um, uh, NBC, uh, Good Morning America, or whatever it was. They interviewed her. and awesome. And he asked, what were you thinking? And it strikes me. It has stayed with me since I heard it. Mm. She said, I just walked over. I walked over to, a sh- uh, to a, another shop. And I just stood there. And I kept saying, I fell. I fell. I fell. And for wow. her, right? I I. <laughs> And it's that moment of, right, I'm, I'm broken. How? <laughs> yeah. What? Right? I'm, I've been hit. Yeah. I, it's, it's that feeling mm. and that moment of awareness that if, as we're talking about brokenness today, that's what I would like to really, really point out as we go. It is that mindfulness is that moment of going, how did this happen? To me. How, 
right, right. Because it happens to everyone, everyone. So to think it's unfair, that's why I don't want to go there. I don't, I don't want to spend time debating and having philosophical conversations about, you know, why pain is in my, why did, was this allowed to come into my life? Things, this is what happens. This is what it is. It is. Whether you believe there is something controlling it, whether you believe it is just what life is all about, we're here and this is, right, life sucks, eat, drink, and be merry, for tomorrow you die. It, does, it doesn't matter where you're coming from on this journey. It's very important to know that that's what you think because that's how you'll process things. Right. But it's why some people can be broken and continue on and others can't get out of bed. Wow. So those those are the two things that um, you know I, I would like to, and and I hope I haven't veered us off off the topic. No, but because I I look at this like, you know, with you, this is a really interesting conversation. I didn't. I maybe I told you about the two shows that I just recently did, where mm-hmm. they both have experienced brokenness. I mm-hmm. um, I interviewed Julie. Renton, her husband, um, died in, in, he was walking up the stairs to get his jacket and he died Mm -hmm. before his boys went to school. He died Mm -hmm. on their stairs and she was the witness to that. And she watched her son fall onto the floor and just Mm -hmm. cry in a Mm -hmm. fetal position. And she watched her other son run out the door and Mm -hmm. call for the, for the neighbors and then mm. she watched herself mm. try to put it all together. Mm-hmm. She talks about saying goodbye and the loss and how it, what she would do and how it broke her open. And mm-hmm. she talked about the crack of this fracture in her life mm. opened mm-hmm. the awakening and opened for the light of healing. Her faith looks different. Her life looks different. Everything. Yeah. But she knows gratitude now. Huh. And there's this other show I did with Jana who <laughs> she was 18 years old and began to journal about her life. She's 52 mm-hmm. now. She came into my office and she put down this stack of journals and said, I'm ready to have this conversation with you. And I was like, oh boy, this is going to be a tough one. And she has shared with me and our listeners what her thought process was from 18 to 52. And incidentally, at 18 years old, she connected with um, an emotionally abusive alcoholic. And what her life was like for 10 years. And that his words had had broken her open. And today, she has been, you know, struggling for all these years. And in the last six months, we're meeting, we're doing shows together. Hmm. She's saying, I realize that this actually broke me open. And I'm willing to be cracked just a little bit more so that the experience and the life and the freshness can come out. 
this is why you're weighing today as a spiritual mm-hmm. advisor for, for, for myself and for others is so essential because mm-hmm. you have actually lived this and mm-hmm. you have a perspective that I appreciate very much. So please keep going and okay. we will go down whatever avenue because I feel like this doesn't matter where we go. No, it's and <laughs> <laughs> so don't you worry. <laughs> well, you and and you can you can veer it you can veer it where where you would like to as well. Um, so f- for for me for today, um, four four ideas stand out for me as I as I think about this word to break this verb, the action of breaking, and then the state of being the noun of being broken in that state mm. of being broken. So the first thing I'd like to say is the act of breaking the verb life can throw many, many things at you and you don't have to be in a state of being broken. And that is, uh, you can uh, like, let's, let's be honest. One of the, one of the ways we think about breaking is a wound. You can have a wound and you're not incapacitated. You're not in that state of woundedness. Yes, you have, you cut yourself. Yes, you can still go to work. Um, you can still, so you, the breaking and, and breaking happens all the time in our lives. Um, it's when it takes us to that actual state of being in a state of being broken. Wow. That, that, that is when we start to realize it. We, we become, we, we we're not comfortable or we are no we're we're aware of it we we are standing there saying i am broken how right. did i get here and and here's the thing if you have a wound mm-hmm. and you're not taking care of it you're only really aware that something's wrong when you get that red line that goes up your flesh and you're like you oh go. my gosh i can't move my i have yes. an infection how did that yes. happen i yes. just noticed it now and you're like yes. Oh my gosh, now I really can't move my hand, my foot, my arm, my, my finger, right? Yes. It's, most, it's... most people end up in a state of brokenness um, and, and it surprises them because the breaks that are taking place daily right. or the breaks they are not addressing, they don't realize that it's not until it becomes then to a point of this massive state of being. The micro moments. Yeah, because... Those are every day. Um, I could be my heart could be wounded by the words my partner has for me. Every day, I could be distressed and and feel right um, separated from somebody in some way, broken that our relationship is broken. But I just I just ignore it, thinking it will go away until it gets to that point. It gets to such a point. So I think the first thing, the biggest thing for me. And what's been surprising me in my own journey is, you know, I got to a point where, I mean, and you've been on this journey with me now since July, and I was standing there saying it's not fair. And I'm thinking, these words are coming out of my mouth. What, what, am, I, what am I talking about? How, how did I get here? And, but it is certain things that, that I was just maybe just head down, don't even just, just go, just, just deal with the situation. But then eventually you do. You come to this moment. So the first thing I would encourage anybody who is in the state of brokenness is some encouragement right away. You don't just all of a sudden end up um, 
you know, so, okay, so an accident, something like this, and you can end up very quickly in a state of brokenness. But for many of us, there are things that have, that we can fix, that we can, that we can come to. Yeah, because to. you're talking about, you're not talking about the person that gets like your, your, the person that's important to you, the diagnosis of cancer. You're talking mm -hmm. about other things that are, there's two ways or other ways to look at brokenness. Yes. And so you're saying this might be the fact that you've let someone mistreat you and it's those micro moments that end up in a big moment. That's right. Yeah. When you, when you actually get to that state of being, yeah. of being, I am broken. When we you say you. I am broken. We, we hear okay. what you're saying. Yes. Okay, good. All right. So then I just wanted to talk about four different, uh, understandings of brokenness because mm. I think they're very important and, and to try to situate yourself in one of them at any at any moment in time whatever you feel you're broken so to be broken um, there are over 21 definitions of to break so I've just put them all together into four that I think are, are going to be very snap. helpful for us <laughs> <laughs> nope, here she goes <laughs> the, <laughs> here we go I love first it. one, the first one is when we think of a sudden separating, mm. uh, when there is a break, which is a sudden separating into pieces or a violent separating into pieces. This is, um, and, and let's just think about this. I want to, I want to give examples of how this is not always bad when something is in its whole form or there's a complete form, right? A completeness or you're part of it. There's something there. And then there's a piece taken and another piece taken, or there's a separation. Somehow you are disjointed from the whole. It could be something like you are breaking the cracker for the baby. The cracker is in its wholeness. You're breaking it apart for the baby. In that case, yes, please do that because otherwise the baby will yes. choke. Right. You could take a job and break it up into parts. Outsource. Yeah. Or even, you know what, we've got this huge thing to do today at work. You do this, you do this, you do this, you do this. And now what you do, and here, here's, the, here's the key for this one. You are separating people. You are separating things from the whole, from that wholeness, from the existing. The cracker no longer exists as it did. The job no longer exists as it did. And you separate and you isolate and you remove. And when it comes to when it comes to uh, this idea of a fracture as well, of a bone, this sudden separating into pieces, it no longer functions. The, the bone is separated, the fracture is there. So for people in a state of this brokenness, in a state of being suddenly separated into pieces, there is a sense of drifting. There is a sense of isolation. There is a sense of being removed from the source of the strength that was the strength. Um, and there is a sense of being in a place where you did not, nothing is planned and nothing is secure. So that sense of brokenness is very real. Most of us experience that sense of brokenness, I would suggest, in death. Because that person is no longer, the whole is no longer there. Right. And you sense it and you feel it. And there is isolation. And there is, and that is a very, very real that all of us, if you even care about your cat, your yes. dog, uh, you will go and find yourself at some point in this 
state of brokenness. And you can also, would you apply that to um, marriages that, that, that fall apart, marriages that dissolve? Uh, yeah, that might be the second. That's the, the second, second one. one? It might be the second one. But some people, listen, when there is a, if it's not mutual, absolutely, absolutely, there would be, um, uh, you could, you, there, there would be a loss. Um, you could talk about anything like a, uh, a loss of a friendship, something where, and I think the key word here is this, this wholeness, you are separated from the whole. You are estranged from your family. You are somehow um, cut off and fractured. You no longer function like you used to. You no longer that purpose. Right. Uh, that's that's ex- actually the second one. But you, yes, all of us will experience this. We will. We will all experience this state. And so the question becomes: How do you? Do you want me to go into this now? How do you then move on from this state? Yes. Yeah. So you will stand up and you will say, "I'm broken." right? I, I, I'm broken. Mm. And if we go back to this idea of what did I take for granted, I want to encourage us today that we took for granted that fractures don't heal. You, right? You, if you find yourself estranged and you are in that, in that time and, and area of being uh, broken, you are taking for granted that there can be no healing of the fracture but there can be healing of any fracture, any fracture. Now, it's going to be hard because reconciliation (laughs) is hard, right? very hard. Um, When you have, uh, you feel you're removed from the whole and that you're isolated and you're in this brokenness of isolation, that actually can be fixed. That can, you can come out of that, out of isolation because there's always someone else out there there's always someone willing you you have to sometimes we can't just wait for people to come to us we have to reach out to them go to them and and part of that healing is and this is the idea of this level of a break or a fracture is Mm -hmm. that it allows for something greater than you (laughs) to push through that yes, hard, protected exterior self or the world that you created. And it pushes through, it cracks it open, and it's just mm-hmm. like this little sliver of something. But that might be your lesson of going, boy, that relationship stung when they walked away. Mm-hmm. But what I didn't realize is that I was mistreating or my tone was always this way or I was, I you know, it was always about me and I never really learned to address the person or my friend and talk about to, to them or with them or ask them how they were. It was always about me. And so mm-hmm. I learned something here. Now the light comes through mm-hmm. and it begins to heal and, and that's part of what you're talking about or it's part of Julie's mm-hmm. story and your mm-hmm. story where... Mm-hmm you've got a loss and it's not coming back. And now you have to piece together this and the Mm -hmm. light has to still come through Mm -hmm. in healing in whatever way. Yes. You find out, especially in this moment of being separated from what was the security, what was the foundation, what was the, um, the greatest source of your joy, the greatest, uh, um, 
right, that you find out, not that it was misguided, but that when that is removed, yes, you mourn. That for Not for one second. I don't want this to come off as anything flippant. You mourn. You have, and you have to mourn, and you have to when you're in that state of being broken. But when you've been separated from the whole, you have to understand there, you can still be whole. Yes, because it, Julie said to me, listen, I, what I didn't realize until like two or three hours after Keith had died, she said, everybody was sitting in my living room. I had this community mm. around me and I knew we were going to make it. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. There, there you go. That's sort yep. of like, that's what we're talking about. It is. What is your second, what's your second? Okay, so, so the second one is, so that first one is an actual severing. There's, there's this sense of a severing, right? A sudden separation into pieces. Yes. The second one, though, is a cracking without separating into pieces. Okay. So this is like a mirror, when a mirror breaks, right, into, pre- into pieces. So this is how this would be used. Or you break a 20. Can you break a 20? You still have 20. <laughs> yes. It's just different. Right. And so this state of brokenness, a lot of people maybe don't stay here too long, Lori, because most of us understand, I'm working on something here. I'm processing something. I might be altered. I might be different. What I thought was going to happen is completely gone. Right, but that doesn't mean I'm rendered useless. Just because this uh, functions no longer like it did, right? I still have my function. If this is a setback, this is where you will, right? Set you're back. still in a, yeah, you're still in a state of brokenness. But it's almost like, and 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 I, I, when I was thinking about this, I'm like, you know, if you think about it this way, it's like a break in the clouds, right? We never bemoan a break in the clouds. We, we love to see the break in the clouds because the blue is there. Mm-hmm. So in these situations where we find ourselves disrupted, where life all of a sudden goes boop, boop, and right. Right? we're going on as per usual and, and we have to take a break and it's, it's like a setback. So that's the biggest difference between the two ways of thinking about being broken. The one is you are severed, you are separated. There's right there, you have to come up or understand a different way of putting the whole back together. This one is kind of more of okay, that's happened. I am broken. I'm not going to be the same. And but you let that be the change. You do. You have to let that be the moment again to say what. <sighs> What, what brought this on? What caused this, right? It's, it's always trying to come back to that awareness of, I'm broken. Right. And, and why? Why? And I always go down into the root and I, I always say, why did that happen? What is the root of, and if I've reacted, I always mm-hmm. move into that, what's my reaction? Broken relationships, people yeah. walking away, people, emotions, everything happens for reasons. And it's asking us to keep moving Mm-hmm. you know, towards a level of understanding. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, so not to say this one's easier because it's not. No. Uh, in, in any way, brokenness in any, uh, in any way is hard because it is about us. It, if it's, it is isolating, isn't it? it to is. actually admit that you are broken is a very, very. Well, it's, it's vulnerable. A, it's very vulnerable. Absolutely. It's vulnerable. 
So this one, and, and this way of thinking about it is you're not actually adrift. You are, and I find I'm in this probably right now. Um, I'm functioning just the same. I keep saying to everyone, I'm going to be a mess. Well, so I, and, and the thing is, I'm, as I'm looking at this, I'm, I'm saying to myself, even as much as I prepare for my separation from the whole, right. which the doctors tell me is coming, I will still be in that separation from the whole, which will break me. Yeah. And it will, it, it will leave me now. You can prepare all you want for it, but it's still, it's right. It's, it's still, we don't have to apologize no. for this, for the brokenness we find ourselves in. No. And then we need to be encouraged that we don't have to stay in our brokenness. We can, we can yeah. work our way through. And, which and, I think, and you, with your situation, you are foreseeing something. You oh, know, I will be. Mm-hmm. You're looking and you're saying, okay, we know this is going mm-hmm. to happen because mm-hmm. there's a terminal illness here. These are, these are things that, I mean, the grace, honestly, the grace, I believe every day, every day that I get a chance to um, make memories, make more memories, um, show kindness and, and be involved in this person's life. So the grace for me is actually to know that this is now underway. That's that's for me. That's that's what I find. My dad went suddenly, but there was still grace in that because my dad had had the type of stroke that allowed him to communicate with his. He was communicating with us without um, words, or he knew we were there with him. And then he was gone a day and a half later. But there was grace in that as well to be able to to communicate that way with him. What is the third? The third. So the first two, right, are that uh, you find yourselves in these in these positions. The third is a lot um, more aggressive. The third is an opening, a breach, a force, a puncture. No, so, I don't like the puncture part. No, don't. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> and you think in terms of I'm breaking like, the egg, yeah, right? Smash. You break the egg. Ouch. You break the. <laughs> you break the skin. Oh yeah. Those are related with pain, obviously. Yeah. Um, you break the surface of the water, which if you're trying to get to the top of the water and you're out of breath, that is a thing to rejoice in, that you've broken the surface of the water, right? There are times where when you are, when these, when this kind of a break happens, which is very, right, forceful, oh. very aggressive, planned even. Right? It's planned. If you've said, you're, you're, think, about a, think about your child, or even for me, I always think about my employees. I'm like, Oh, I'll break that habit. <laughs> right? Oh, Buster. I'm yeah. breaking you, mister. Yeah. Yes, I will break that. It's How's very that planned. For you, Jen? Yeah. It's, not it's very for me. planned. It's it's opposition, right? You find right. yourself in a place of brokenness because somebody has decided you are going to change. Yes. You are going to be different. You are going to. And you know, you and these are the types of things where we break a new trail, we break a code, we break a deadlock. We somebody there is yes. a forcefulness about this third way of being broken. We don't like it. We fight against it. Yes. We we it can it can challenge us and change us. Oh, we can run away from it. We can go find another job then and and then it's everybody you know, I've had managers. I've had 10 stupid managers. Maybe you'll be different. No, maybe you're the, the problem, the, the cha- right? <laughs> Hello, here's the mirror. Well, <laughs> <laughs> All us business this, owners are like, oh, hey, we resonate with that. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So this is this is the a type of brokenness again that all of us will experience. We all do. And it's a good type of brokenness. It's where the will of a parent comes in and actually sets you back on a course that you're supposed to be on. It's where the will of the law comes in. You aren't allowed to just do that. You have to and so your habits, your will, these types of things, this brokenness, um, you don't have to stay there. Right. But you certainly have to change the behavior. You have to understand yeah. uh, in order to move on. So there's, mm. there's that one as well. Number four? Number four. Number four is basically the brokenness, which is uh, a weakening of something, being overpowered, or failure. And this would, this would be... Uh, would be a raw moment because yeah. you would feel like you're being dominated or controlled. Yes. You, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And right now, Notre Dame. Yes. Is broken. Yes. There is, there is simply a giving away. There's simply a collapsing. There is simply oh. the, the foundations. And here's the, the, what I really want to say about this one, because I think this one is the most challenging. When there is a falling away and an overpowering and you are in this state of brokenness, there must be a reflection on the foundation on which you were standing in the first place. Mm-hmm. And because it, unless you unless you address that, the winds, you know, the, the challenges of life, the you can take for granted that your house is going to stand. You can take for granted that that um, that won't happen again. You can take for granted a lot of things like this, but if there is something about the foundation on which you, the way you think, the way you treat people, the way you act, the way you, you will find yourself. And this one, Lori, is where I challenge people who are, find themselves, they are always victims. Oh, yes. Because they, uh, in, in my opinion, there is a, such a weakness in the foundation there's no change there's no actual reflection in the brokenness of your role in in the brokenness so i hope that didn't sound too no but um, but preachy but 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 the there's a now in order for that weakness to to crack open or to show itself it's micro moments yes it's micro moments of of actually it's maybe that you're living in an untruth and you're and yes. you become really familiar with that untruth, mm-hmm. that old story. I'm telling myself a story, and I'm telling myself a story that life is good on the other side of this marriage, or I'm telling myself a story that that my anger is helping me um, in a relationship, or however I'm using a um, drug or alcohol to help my feelings. Mm-hmm. It's these small micro moments that eventually. You can't keep going back to the original micro moment. You got to get, you have to get ground in another way. So you move deeper and deeper and deeper into that fracture until the structure cannot bear it any longer. And it just cracks. Now, can I tell you that I left this empty because I knew you could say it better than I could. (laughs) I had no idea you were going to say this. Yay, you did. that last one? I have no, I have no points there because I said, Lori, because I know how you think Lori's going to be able to say this better than me. Boom. And yeah. I would drop this mic, but it cost me a lot. So I'm not going to do it. <laughs> um, one. Uh, so just, you, you just said it perfectly. 
we were just going over the, there are two stores that I run and the one store is very, very old and, and some, some structural work was supposed to be done, not structural work, just they, at the receiving door, there is a foam, um, there's a foam barrier there to make sure that when the truck backs up, it doesn't hit the building. It hits the foam, right? right? And it was ripped on the one side, which means that water could leak through. And so it was right there on the thing, you know, in 2015, let's fix that because, right? Right. Well, for whatever decision was made, it's like, oh, it's okay. In 2015. It's just a, yeah. Right. Now, right. the water has leaked in so much that we actually have a huge structural problem along the side of the building. Right. Because the simple little thing was not addressed. And, you know, that's where if I can encourage anyone today with what we've talked about, my encouragement would be you will be in your state of brokenness at many times in your life. And you will find yourself maybe in a state of brokenness and you try to share it with someone and they have no clue why you're there because <laughs> what has put you in that state? Yeah. Something that they just put a bandaid around and go. Yeah. You look at them and, they, and you're talking to them because it's important to you and they look mm -hmm. like they have, they're on another planet. Their mm -hmm. eyes glaze over. They mm -hmm. see other things around and they're just, you know, it's not resonating. Mm -hmm. So, Hmm. it's it's such a personal thing that's yeah. why i was saying yeah anybody's state of brokenness is to be respected and to be and 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 to be acknowledged but then the next step has to be that awareness right yeah you are you're, you're shocked you're in a state of brokenness but what what is it you expected what 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 was it that you took for granted how how is it that you um, are here. And I think if, if we start to be gracious with one another in our various states of brokenness, but then start to challenge one another with a kindness of simply wanting to see some, you, you don't want to stay there. When you talked about, when you brought up at the beginning of, of the point for the fourth point, and you said, sometimes the breaking open happens in a tradition that you hold dearly absolutely or in a uh, a, a culture or mm -hmm. in a religious belief mm -hmm. that has been passed down from mm -hmm. your fathers and your mothers and it says you're going to think this way too this is how mm -hmm. you are going to be raised yes and within within the uh, religious community within post Christian Canada yes. within some of these things that are, are taking place where an entire generation has rethought what was handed down to them. And, and, right. and we have, and in a pure pluralistic culture that we live in where we do value um, the many expressions that are around us, we give room for everybody to express that doesn't mean we agree with it all. It means we give room for the expression of some of these things. The word, the word that I found best is, um, or one of the authors I enjoy reading talks about this moment where you look up. So that's where that Kathy, that's where that story about that woman falling, right? You look up, you realize you are in a place where you, where you are, and then you have the great gift and ability to look back and again at what was given to you. And in those moments, when you look up, back and again you are able to 
figure out why I'm here, what has brought me here, and now how am I going to now make those steps forward? And so in brokenness, one of the one of the, the phrases that I like to use is this looking up back and again moment. Wow. You are in this moment. This is the mindfulness. This is the peace that is not simply most people miss this the, the, the next two things. Most people miss the next two parts of mindfulness, again. actually. The yes. back and again. Yes. They are very happy to go be in your moment of pain. That's the first step is to actually just embrace your moment. So they are there embracing it. But the second thing is to look within, to look back, to look around, to, to recognize. Looking around can change is, can be powerful. Wow. So you are in your moment of pain. Wow. You are in your moment of brokenness. When wow. you look up, yeah, you understand that person oh. also in a moment of brokenness. Yes. And you start to recognize that's and part of healing there. And you talked about that, Lori, the empathy, the fact that I'm going through it right now. I, it does change the way I respond when an employee calls in sick, when they ask to go take care of their kid at home. It, it changes everything because I get it. You've been, I get it you now. have been given the choice mm -hmm. in this brokenness. When mm -hmm. you've been cracked open, you've mm -hmm. been given the choice. Do I shut down? Do I become callous? Do I walk away from those feelings or do I move into something? And that would be softness. There's a softness to it. There is a different way. You, yes, absolutely. there's absolutely. There is, yes, go take care of your, go yeah. take care of your kid. Now, am I in the lurch at work? Yes. Am I now missing? Yes, I am. So yeah. now I go to the floor and I say, so listen, today I need you to do half and half. You have to be on the cash for this long. You have to be over here because we're supporting so-and-so yeah. now after 10 or 12 calls, maybe I need to schedule differently because. But again, right? so, you're looking yeah. back. That's right. You, yes. And, that's the and point. That awareness piece is yeah. what I would encourage everybody with. You will be in a state of brokenness. You absolutely will be broken in this life. There's no getting around it. You will be. Maybe you've never been in the state because you're really good at when the breaks, when you're, when you're pierced, when you're cut, you just, whatever it is, your personality allows you, you cannot you cannot help it because even if you care for, like I said, your, yes. uh, your pet, because we all will come to a point where we are separated from what we took for granted would always be there. Um, the, the connection, you're right, that everybody can have that connection and can understand that being separated yeah. from the whole. Um, one more thing to add to that, that yeah. I just, that I just realized yeah. is this idea of being separated from that foundation. And, and, and it's not even just the whole, it's, it's, being isolated or removed from what was when something is taken that you never thought would be taken. Right. We usually, we usually think of that in terms of people, right? right? Then that when you and I have both been talking about that people, animals, things like that, yeah. but it can also be trust. Yes. You, you trusted. And once that trust is gone, um, it can also be money. Yes. It can also be a security in something that you never thought would be gone. And now it's gone. It can be, it, like you just said, it can be a tradition. You never thought you would lose that. You never thought that would change. You never, and, and some of us are going through a bit of this uh, brokenness in some of the cultural things yes. that are happening around us. Right. And so uh, that's what I just was thinking there, Lori. We, we've been focusing on some of the things that are going on, or I've been in my world and different things like that, but there's more to it than that. This sense of, of um, 
being broken can happen in so many areas of your life where where it doesn't have to be about losing a loved one. It can be about losing uh, a sense of protection. It can be about losing a sense of validation that, that you're not loved, you're not. All these different things that a tradition, your family's no longer there. The divorce has happened. The So all of these different things. And, and it's important to realize when you're in that, when you find yourself in that state, um, where are you kind of in the in the process of it? Because brokenness comes from more than just death and, um, you know, being abused and some of these things which we normally put there. Brokenness can come from many different things where all of a sudden you now find yourself. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> I, um, I mean, it's just another one of those conversations with, with Jen that enlivens me. You've, you've helped me frame this in a different way. Good. That's what you're all about. Just this perspective shift, and uh, I love it. Well, we we sometimes make it work, don't we? We. <laughs> <laughs> it's always good to talk to you. It's always good to talk to you, and I'll have you back on soon. All right. Okay. 